Welcome to the show today, guys. Another amazing conversation and time with one of the guest speakers here at Love Life Washington, which I've had the privilege of, of speaking at. And you know the story. We've been rolling out these different guests with uh, Zeke Bambolo and Eric Metaxas, Pastor Alec Rollins, um, Dr. Anthony Leventino, and now, of course, the one, the only, Pastor John Amanchukwu. Uh, and we're going to get into a lot of fun things. But, he, of course, he's been on the show before. In fact, uh, if you remember, John and I did a brutal takedown of uh, Emmanuel Acho and Chelsea Smith and these other syncretist, cheap, grace um, cowards would be the softest way to put it. And actually, that podcast episode that John and I did together got a lot of downloads on podcast uh, audio platforms. I think people were itching for, for clarity on that. So, so he's back here at the Love Life Washington Conference at Cedar Park Church in Bothell, Washington. And we're just going to dialogue a little bit about his new book published with Salem Books, Erased beautiful, phenomenal Ezekiel kind of blowing the trumpet book on these false demonic Marxist ideologies. So buckle up. I think you'll enjoy the conversation. I'm Seth Gruber, and this is Unaborted. Brother John, good to see you again, man. How you doing, Mr. Gruber? (laughs) Good to be with you, man. Glad to be here, So a lot of people don't know this about you, um, so I want to say it. You you left a youth pastor job, essentially, pouring into the lives of young people, pouring into the flock and the congregation. Mm-hmm. You're a gifted preacher. You're a gifted teacher. You've, you're a dad. You're a husband. You've got young kids. But you had a burning in your heart yes. to enter the public arena of the culture war. <laughs> Not that you weren't doing godly, important work. True, My true. goodness, this is discipleship. This is the true. Great Commission. But come true. on, we can't always wait downstream to pick up human heartache that right. we helped create by not entering that public arena. Yes. And so I just want people to know that. Like John yes. stepped into that public arena yes. and he's using his giftings as a communicator right. and as an activator um, in this season. And it's just been incredible, brother, yes. to to, uh, to to watch how quickly God has blown you into mm. the most biggest stages and the right. most kind of culture-shaking, pushing the envelope kind of events to activate people and get God and people engaged. And yes. God's just just gifted you, brother, with mm. such a powerful prophetic voice. You have one of those voices where if I said the same sentence, <laughs> people would be like, that's kind of cool. And then you yeah, would right. say the same sentence and they'd be like, oh. <laughs> and I'm like, it's not fair. You know, so anyways, you're a precious brother and uh, good to be with kind. you again. <laughs> it's, it's a blessing, Seth, to be able to dialogue with you. I am still actively serving as a youth pastor at Upper Room Church of God in Christ. Ooh, so if you're, you're from the Upper Room and you hear this, I am still employed. All right? <laughs> how, how, however, my mistake. You know, I, I, the reason I said that was. John is so busy speaking around the country right now yes. that I assume there's no hey, way he could manage both. Hey, so I actually I'm doing it by the, by the grace of you God. You just outdid me. You just showed how much greater you are than you were in my mind. <laughs> you're too you're too kind, man. But yes, it's it's a it's a blessing. Um, children are near and dear to the heart of God. Yeah, you know there was a time where in, in the in the um, in the New Testament where Jesus went to the temple. All right. He, braided a whip, turned over tables. He was angry because they made the house of God out of a den of thieves. Right. I believe if Christ were to return today, he probably wouldn't go flip tables at a local church. He would probably go to a school board meeting <laughs> or to a local abortion clinic because that's where children Ooh. are being destroyed Isn't that right? and harmed the most. You know, the Bible says in Luke 17 and 2, that it's better for a man to be thrown 
into the sea with a millstone around his neck than for us to harm a child. And you know know the story that from the beginning of time, the enemy has sought to destroy babies and to to destroy life. He did it through uh, Pharaoh, did it through Herod. And since 1973, 64 million babies in counting have been killed. And if he can't kill a child in the womb, He'll do it in the public school system, in the classroom. And even some of our Christian schools have gone woke. They've given up the Bible. I mean, I don't know what's up with people. Yeah, you're right. Not just some. Most. Yeah, Yeah. most. And and it's it's, it's a sad shame. I I don't know why people get upset about this book right here. (laughs) I don't know. You know what I mean? This Bible, I've owned this Bible probably about 15 years, and man, I have pages in it, Seth. Look at look at this, man. Amen. Look at this. This is this is a First Corinthians, but it's all. I mean, my goodness. But at the end of the day, these words still preach better than my words oh, and your words. God's truth endures to right? all generations. That's right. Yep. Sharper than any double-edged sword. That's right. Divides uh, soul and spirit, joints yes. and marrow, and yes. reveals the intentions of the heart. Come on. Come and on. Uh, boy, do we need more revealing mm. of the intentions of the heart today. That's... Of Christians who confess the right beliefs but don't contend for the truth mm. to have their intentions pierced, but also Come on. of the spirit of the age and his acolytes and yes. his disciples yes. who are focused on wiping out the image of God from the earth. Yes. It's about time that the church start reeling the intentions of their heart Come on. because we have allowed the other side to define the terms of engagement. Yes, yes, so they've labeled their demonic genocidal attack against babies and now the family as it's just politics, Amanchukwu. It's just follow <laughs> the science. And right. we've gone, oh, okay, you're right. That's I don't do politics. I just preach the gospel. Right. And the spirit of the age has a field day and he laughs and mm. he goes, wow, mm. I can't believe that it mm. was that easy. Come on. That, that they would just sit back and let me entirely upend the family and society. Yes. And brother, there are a lot of Christians today who are still laboring under the false assumption mm. that the other side are people of good faith. Yes. That the other side have the best interest. They just, they're approaching it from a different angle. We want the same thing. We just disagree on how to get there. They used right. to say about Republicans and Democrats, sure, sure. that has not been true for some, 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 some time now. Exactly. And it's about time that we start returning to the Word of God, right, brother? Yes. To reveal those intentions and to, and pierce the, the depths of a man That's deeper good. than water. Come on, come uh, on. To, but you, brother, man, you yeah. can wake people up. And yes. I've never seen an audience quite so excited yeah. as when you're going full mm. prophetic biblical fire. <laughs> but I love your humility because it's something mm. we all need to be reminded of. John is only the kind of man and preacher that he is today because he's grounded in the truth. That's right. Anyways. That's right. Well, that's you. You hit the nail on the head. Um, I believe that uh, Satan's trigger, the thing that triggers Satan the most, that really ruffles his makes feathers, him need a safe space. Gets, exactly, <laughs> makes him need a safe space. Like, right? <laughs> that gets under his skin is the image of God. Yeah. Ooh. And today there are three that's areas where he's fighting us with the image of God as it relates to race, okay. gender, and abortion. Yep. Right? Race. Let's cause a black man to demonize someone who's white yeah. because of the color of their skin. Right? So let's demonize white By the way, I'm, I'm paying you a reparations check after we're done speaking here. I'll take it, man. Send it, <laughs> send it on Zelle. Okay? But no, no, no reparation for me. The greatest reparation for me is to have the opportunity to live in this country. Amen. Right? To live in America, the greatest nation on the face of the planet. Yep. Blacks do better here 
yeah. than in any country right? or continent on the face of this planet, yeah. including Africa. Yeah, that's right. And, and then so, gender. Say it again. And then gender. And then gender. He's fighting us there. You know, he's convincing men to want and to desire men and women to desire women. We're in Washington. It's this lead is the second most prevalent state in the U.S. for the LGBTQIA plus and adding yep. community. Right. That's an attack on life because it's an attack on the image of God. Yep. And of course, through abortion. Right, 64 million and counting have been aborted. Satan's trigger is the image of God, and he will do anything, anything possible to to make us reject and not love the image of God. So race, gender, and abortion. This is where we're fighting uh, the most, and that's where the battle is um, um, the hottest. And I think that the church should engage. Time out for these equivocating uh, hemming and hawing preachers mm. who walk on eggshells, who are afraid to speak truth to power. We don't need wimps in the pulpit. We need watchmen. Hey, right? And we want the good. watchmen to know that, hey, yep. man, you're, you're, the blood is on your hand. That's right. If you don't speak. You yep. know, biblically, the, the, the watchman was on the tower. Yep. Right? So we have a lot of watchmen who want to watch, but they don't want to warn. Mm. It's easy to watch. But it cost you when Something you warned. Oh man, that will <laughs> preach. You know, and so yeah. people, dude, they don't. Ezekiel, if the watchman on the wall sees the sort of enemy coming and he doesn't blow the trumpet, and the people are not warmed, and the sword comes, that's just right. And takes any from among them. That's right. They are taken away in their iniquity. Exactly. But their blood. That's right. Shall I be will require on their the hand. watchman's hand. That's right. And the sword is here. That's a sobering word. Yes. Yes. The sword is here. The sword. The sword is. Here and the sword is bringing about division, right? Yep. We 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 know the sword, division, yep. death. But the and sword's we, been camouflaged in the mantle of politics hmm. to keep the politically impotent pastors silent. Right, that is that is exactly right. And so we need something for these impotent preachers. Yeah. And I have the answer. It's not so. See, Alice, it's the Bible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, you're a Christian nationalist, John. You're the greatest threat to freedom and democracy. You're a domestic terrorist. Yes. That's what the White House press secretary told me about you. Hey, you know what? I'll take it. I'll be a domestic terrorist. In the words of Margaret Sanger, I'll be a rebellious Negro. I'll be all of the above. So as long as I don't have blood on my hands. Wow. Yes. Brother, the church has been like... um, um, pilot for some time now, right? And we've stepped back mm. while the image of God was being targeted, and we Shh. went like this. Come on, come on, yes, sir. And God would say, "Actually, the blood is all over the place." Yes, and we've been trying to rub it off, yes. like pilot, and say. I'm I'm just neutral. I'm politically neutral. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Right. That's right. If you want to kill Christ, whatever, man. Right. But you want to kill the babies, yeah. Okay, right. whatever. But hey, but right. I'm going to excuse myself from this. But in fact, the blood has been on our hands. Right. You know, John. I want to get your thoughts on this because you're so just such a pro- prophetic voice, brother. But um, you know, C.S. Lewis. Yeah, in his book, The Abolition of Man, Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. is one of the most prophetic books of the 20th century. He wrote it, I believe, in 44. Wow. So a year before World War II ends, the Mm -hmm. height of the Holocaust. Right. The year Bonhoeffer was murdered and hung at Flossenburg Prison. And he would say in that book, 
he would say, such is the tragic comedy of our situation. We continue to clamor for mm. those very qualities that we have rendered impossible. Mm. Um, in a sort of ghastly simplicity, we remove the organ and demand the function. We make men without chests yes. and expect of them virtue and enterprise. Yes. We laugh at honor <laughs> and then are shocked to find traitors in our midst. Yes. We castrate and we bid the geldings be fruitful. Right. I think what C.S. Lewis could have never predicted is his metaphorical explanation of the abolition of morality and virtue has been proven literally true today. Mm. We make men with boobs and expect of them virtue and enterprise. Come on, come on. We castrate literally yes. and bid the geldings be fruitful. His yes. metaphorical philosophical mm. analysis has become literally true in 2022. Yes. We're making men with boobs because they think they can be women because right. a w- woman can be hidden in a man's body. <laughs> and then we're literally castrating people and we're lopping true. off healthy body parts right, right. to try to what? remake ourselves in our own image rather than returning to the Imago Dei. Come on, come on. You you are so right. You know, um, in biblical times, they would create statues to worship. They would fashion even the gold that Aaron used to create the calf. Right, right, right. Using Using materials to create something to worship. And the thing that we're worshiping today is the very body, but we're mutilating ourselves yeah. in order to worship our own lust. You know, wow. uh, the Bible talks about the God of your belly, right? Yeah. And we are to, many are today are worshiping the God of their own pleasure and desires, right? And wow. now more than ever, we just need a simple message mm. from simple men. Preach without flowery speech. <laughs> yeah, Just yeah. simple rhetoric. No, no itching ears. <laughs> no sounding cymbals and tinkling brass. Yeah, yeah. Just a simple message Amen. proclaimed. Yeah. You know the worst and <laughs> uh, the, the poorest sermon ever preached in the Bible was preached by Jonah. <laughs> right. He was reluctant. He didn't want to preach. God says, go to Nineveh. No, I'm going to Tarshish. I'm going the opposite direction. This guy gets up on a boat. He goes. Right, right. God sends his test. Throws him up. They throw him over overboard. Jonah gets redirected back to where he should go. And he goes and does what God says. He walks into the city and tells them to repent. He walks in. God said, repent. <laughs> God said, repent. God says, repent. And all of a sudden, over 100,000 people or more get saved. Right. The worst sermon ever preached, but it brought about a great revival. Whoa. Why? Because it was God's commandment to do so. Wow. If we would just preach Even it. from a man that wasn't excited about the message. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't want to preach it, but God said, do it. And it worked because it was God's word. Yeah. You know, if we would just preach this, it's God's word. And I, and I, I can't help it. I'm narrow-minded. I admit, I'm one of the most narrow-minded people you would ever meet. Are you a single-issue voter, John? <laughs> no, I'm not a single-issue voter. I'm not a wedge-issue voter, Any, anything like that. I just believe in this book. I love the Bible. The Bible says, oh, taste and see mm. 
that the word is Now you got me good. wanting to sing that song, John. Dang it. Sing, sing it. <laughs> Taste and see that the Lord is good. <laughs> Come on. I didn't know you had that in you, bro. Listen, I might be rubbing off on you, man. Sooner or later, we're going to have you preaching a Pentecostal sermon. Oh, boy. Oh Come boy. on, man, with music I, accompanying I, you. That would be an honor. That would be an honor. <laughs> yeah. And so this, this is where we are in the culture. Um, I was asked this question this past week. Um, a preacher said to me, he said, you know what, John, you, you, you preach a strong message. You know, there's a lot of truth there. You know, is it, do you offer any hope? And my response was simple. As if the truth isn't hope. hope. Yeah, right. yeah. And so my response was simple. You know, you can't have hope without the truth. That's right. The truth is the red carpet that rolls out the access point to hope. Yep. Right? But most people today, they want hope. Separate and apart from God's truth. Man wants to be God. That's right. Psalm 14 and 1, the fool had said in his heart that there is no God. They they would say that they want hope apart from the truth of God. That's right. Chesterton once said, uh, Johnny said, um, that the modern world is the result of Mm. the Christian virtues gone mad. Wow. Because they've been isolated from one another. <laughs> I, like I mean, it. Chesterton was just like next level, right? But like, but like, because these Christian virtues have to go together. Yes. Right? Be, for example, tr- truth requires grace. Grace requires truth. True, true. Um, forgiveness requires repentance. Mm. Right? Virtue requires an objective morality and truth. Right. And the standard, God himself. Like the, the, the virtues need each other. Right. right? And, and when you isolate one by itself, it goes mad. Right. And it causes chaos. That's right. And and so in a real way, idolatry is actually the isolation of a Christian virtue yes. elevated to the nth degree. Mm. Right? So where do we see this in the culture wars today? Sure. sure. Uh, every issue, I don't know, abortion, right. Right. Uh, yeah. compassion, uh, bodily autonomy. Yes, our body yes. is a temple. We should have compassion, but that doesn't mean you can kill babies. Right? Right. Um, tolerance. Right. Oh, that's the probably the right. best example. Yes. Tolerance isolated from the other Christian virtues causes freaking chaos. Yes, yes. Because now it's like, I'm supposed to tolerate you murdering children. I'm supposed to tolerate you lopping off the genitalia of a ten of a thirteen year old boy because sure. he wants to be a girl. Sure. No, I'm not gonna tolerate that, right? Yes. And, and so I love what you said. We we want we want some of the Christian virtues, but we don't want them as a part of God's full counsel. That's right. And that's what makes us God. Right? Yeah. It's the promotion and the deification of man. Wow. And we're demoting God from his rightful place. Ye shall be as gods, John. Come so on. So let's go to Sanger because, uh, you know, I I study this stuff way too much. But sure. you're an expert in this stuff. And you wrote an incredible book called Erased. Why don't yes. you hold that up for people to see, brother? Yes, here it is. It releases on October 4th. You can go get a copy. Go to Erased Book. That's erased with a C and not an S. Erasedbook.com and get and what a does it copy. Say? Uncovering the lies of critical race theory and abortion. I was thumbing through a digital version of your book, I think, John. I think sure. your team or you sent me one. But sure. um, I think I'm quoted in there. I think you have a chapter that you, begins you, with you, a... You, and you, I saw that and I was like, what an I, honor. You remember I called you. I said, Seth, would you mind if I include that quote that you mentioned about Planned Parenthood yeah, 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 and yeah, how people give funds to Planned Parenthood simply to kill black babies? Yeah, yeah. 
right? And yeah. so, yeah, I, you're in the book, man. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. it's awesome. So, you, you, yes, so, so much of the uh, culture war uh, is really just the proxy war for the spiritual yes. war. It's the yeah. deification of the self. We sure. want to be like God. And it goes back to the freaking garden. It's like, yeah. come on, church, wake up. Like, n- none of this is new. Yes. It just always rears its head with a different mask. Sure. And so Sanger's first publications, John, like when mm-hmm. she was starting to write publicly for the first time, sure, this sure. is before she launches American Birth Control. League. Okay. All right. This is before she spends her year and a half in exile in England. Got it. Um, and it's called um, Woman Rebel. Mm. Right? And you know, it's the title of her first published pieces with the tagline, mm. no gods and no masters. Come on. Come on. Like, could they be more blatant? Right. Right? Like, right. Yeah, I'm my own god. Yes. And so, you know, you understand yes. the heritage and legacy of Sanger yes. and the eugenics movement. But give mm. us some teasers, brother, mm. about your book because right. uh, you link together how some of these worldviews actually interact and how these people True. were always on the same team. Yes. And they, and they have been from the beginning. Uh, critical race theory is a tool. Some say it's only used in college. But that's not true. It's it's called just in the law schools, right? Exactly, exactly in the law schools. But no, uh, you can put lipstick on a pig and call it something else. But at the end of the day, it's still a pig. That's right. Uh, some call it cultural responsive teaching, right? <laughs> but what's really being taught in the public schools is critical race theory. They're trying to overthrow power structures, and they do that through demonizing the majority. You know, which gets you into hegemonic power and the yeah. dominant culture. And so we demonize whiteness while making blacks out to be victims. Mm. And that's where, you know, I get angry, right? That's, mm. where, that's where I get wroth because I'm not a victim. I'm no one's victim. I have three beautiful black children born in the greatest country on the face of the planet. That's right. My children aren't victims. I don't want to allow critical race theory to rob them of their God-given identity mm. and the significance of even the name that they carry. My last name is Amon Chukwu, which means I know God. I teach that to my children. Oh, I didn't I, know that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So the full name. name is John. Thank God for the John part. Kanayo Chukwu is my, it's my middle name, which means I will keep trusting and pleading in God. Oh. And then Amon Chukwu means I know God. And so critical race theory demonizes whiteness. It labels whites as inherently racist. That's right. It views people as groups and not as individuals. Yeah, that's right. It's all steeped in critical theory, which comes from the Frankfurt, Frankfurt School of Germany, Karl Marx, Antonio yeah. Gramsci, yeah. all of these evil and wicked people, you know, who are who are around during the time frame where, you know, we yeah. were, were killing Jews. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And those ideologies that and, were... And then and who translated Antonio Gramsci's Marxist writings uh, into English in America? Mm. Pete Buttigieg's father. Come on. So once again, just yes. understanding that yes. the heritage of these people, they're all on the same team. They all have yeah. the same agenda. Sorry. That's right. Fruit from a poisonous tree. Amen. Right? And so from critical Bad theory. Bad seed, bitter harvest. Exactly. So from critical theory, you have off, offshoots to critical race theory, to gender theory, yeah, to right. queer theory, to hegemonic power, to intersectionality, to sexism, to the patriarchy. All of these woke, godless ideologies are now being shoved and force-fed to our children in the public school system yep. while they're being told that, listen, you know, uh, you can be what you want to be, including a different gender. 
right? And so there's about 72 different pronouns today. And these things are devastating the culture. So this book speaks to that, but it also arms the church, the church with scriptural and factual information on how to combat many of these lies. It's almost like a child who's mixed, yeah. right? A black father, white mother. Is the child 50% racist? Yeah. Right? You know, if, if whites are inherently racist, then are, is the child 50% racist? If it's a mixed child? You know, there's just, just lies that are being told. But through Erased, we link the twin evils Good. that we're contending with. And these yep. twin evils are critical race theory and abortion. Both of them are steeped in racism. I wish the church would get to pre get will start preaching that abortion is racism. That's right. It's the propagation of racism. Yep. Every time a baby is destroyed and killed, we are furthering the mission and the agenda of Margaret Sanger. Yep, that's right. That's yes. right, brother. Yeah. Um, again, you know this, but for anyone that tunes into this, just so to tie these pieces together to, to further evidence what you're saying, brother, let's just pick one. One of Margaret Sanger's board members was named Lothrop Stoddard. Mm. Mm, yeah, mm. you know. And uh, when it was called the American Birth Control League, one of her board members, bro, was Lothrop Stoddard. All right, who was that? Um, well, he was a high official of the Massachusetts Ku Klux Klan, for starters. Mm-hmm. There it is. Okay. Um, he wrote a book called The Rising Tide of Color Against White World Supremacy, John. Come on. Yes. He wrote another book called The Rise of the Underman. This mm. guy, again, let me say it again. He sat on Margaret Sanger's board of directors. Right. Uh, called The Rise of the Underman. Ooh. Right, right, who's, right, the, right. who's the underman, John? Sure, sure. Well, he believed it was black people. Right. And the Nazi Party's chief racial theorist, yeah. Alfred Rosenberg, mm. appropriated the German term Untermensch, from the English version of Lothrop Stoddard's book. <laughs> so the German term Untermensch, which also means subhuman, right. was used to refer to the Jews and was the title of Heinrich Himmler's Nazi propaganda book. Wow. Gets its title from Lothrop Stoddard's book, Come The Rise on. of the Underman, referring to another class of people that he viewed as unfit right. or undesirables right. that they right. didn't want. So this whole eugenics, neo-Malthusian movement of some people are fit, some are unfit. There's good people and bad people. We want more of the good people and less of the bad people. Right. This whole tradition weaves its way in like an incestuous like orgy, intellectual right. orgy <laughs> right, right, right. between the Marxists, sure. the critical theorists. Right. Then eugenesis. So, yes. so what people need to understand and why they need to read your book, John, yes. is that all of these people are on the same team. Yes. It's not like Sanger was the birth control lane. Right. Right. <laughs> and, then, and Antonio right. Gramsci was the Marxist lane. Right. And then I don't know, you know, uh, um, Charles Darwin was the right. uh, evolution lane. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. It's all the same lane. Exactly. And, and they're all picking a different part of the wall right. that they're building. Right. Which is to be God. That's right. And now people like Robin D'Angelo and Kimberly Crenshaw have now further taken on the mission and Ibram Kendi to push these false ideologies. Kendi is noted for saying that 
the best way to deal with past racism yeah. is present he says that, racism. Yeah. But where do we see that in the gospel? What we see is that... And doesn't he pretend to be a Christian? Oh, yeah. Of yeah. course. Of, of course he does. That's always the, the, the stick. You know, that's, yeah. that's, that's always the MO. Yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a Christian. You know what I mean? Because it doesn't cost much to be a Christian nowadays. Wow. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's cheap, you know? John, does God hate partiality? Of course he does. He wants everything. You know, he loved God with your with your whole heart. You know what I mean? By mind, body, soul, spirit. Yep. God wants all of us, even our Christian vote. He wants that as well. Yeah. And so as we approach the this upcoming election, I've been telling politicians all around this country that this next election is about life and death. Yeah. It really is. Yes, we want to reduce the debt ceiling. Yes, we want to reduce inflation. Yes, we want to reduce gas prices. But the currency that brings about these things and a flourishing economy and God sitting the former and the latter reign, as it's mentioned in the Old Testament, is obedience to God. If we're not obedient to God, we're going to see the wars and the rumors of wars. We're going to see the gas prices high. We're going to see yeah. the debt ceiling increasing. But it's not until we stay the famine that even took place in Second Samuel 21 and 1. Where a famine broke out in the land because of what? Because Saul killed the Gibeonites. Mm. And when he killed the Gibeonites, God sent a three-year famine. But Saul was dead at this time. Mm. And David was on the throne. So 30 years later, God says, you know what? I want vengeance. I believe that COVID-19 and the pandemic is God seeking his vengeance upon America. All right? In the past three years, we've been in this pandemic. In 2 Samuel chapter 21 and 1, they were in a three-year famine. And it was not until they repented of their blood guiltness that God stayed the famine. You know, and also one of the things that I point out in this book, um, I I, I deal with the fact that, I'll read this to you. This is from the chapter 2, Nothing New Under the Sun. Story time with John. Yes. (laughs) It says, in in 2021, Columbia University offered a special graduation ceremony for Native Americans, Blacks, Latinos, Asians, and LGBTQ students. These were in addition to a community-wide graduation, but even so, these separate ceremonies have all the flavor of Jim Crow in reverse. Then in 2020, the New York University moved to begin offering segregated dormitories for students who identify as black, describing the new housing as a way to create a safe space for students of color. Then we see that sadly schools like Columbia and NYU are not, are not the only one making such changes. A survey of 173 colleges and universities found that 42% offer segregated residences, 46% offer segregated orientation programs, 72% host segregated graduation ceremonies. An entire generation is being taught through, through, through word and example that the most important thing about another person is their race and who they desire to sleep with. Wow. Separate but equal is at our front door. Wow. We moved so far from that, from the 1960s. Yeah. But it's coming back. That's the reverse racism yep. all right and i think now more than ever we must call these things out mm. and for me and for many people who will read this book they'll see that they have a prime tool to engage the culture and if you know someone who's woke if you know if you have a woke pastor 
purchase him a copy of of of, yeah. of, of, this, of this book, and and he'll be empowered to stand for truth. That's good. Well, John, I'll finish with a, a, a sort of a maybe a yeah. sixty thousand foot view uh, teaser yes. of what I know your book is about. Sure. I don't know if I'm quoting you here, uh, yeah. but I think this is what your book talks about essentially: partiality. Yes. And so, 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 Seth, you know, why are you having? Why are you talking with, about critical race theory with John Almanchuco? I thought this was a pro-life podcast. Stay in your lane, Seth. Just talk about pro-life. Uh, mm. I would submit to you, brothers and sisters, you do not understand the ideology of the enemy, sure. nor the people that the enemy of our souls has used to advance his ideology. Right. You don't understand the long walk through the institutions and how all these people have been on the same team. So what's the similarity? Critical mm. race theory says that white people must give up their rights so black people can enjoy more privileges. Mm. Abortion says the baby must give up their right to life. Right. So that their parents can enjoy more privileges. Mm-hmm. We're not demanding our rights, are we, brother? We're mm. exercising our responsibility in this moment. That's right. And boy, do we need more Christians exercising stewardship and responsibility. Come on. Come on. Get John's book. That's right. Or can they get it again? Go to erasedbook.com and follow me on yes. Twitter and on Instagram at Rev, R-E-V-W-U, Rev Woo Truth. Follow me there. And John is going all around the country, um, and you're going to be at a Freedom House, yes. Charlotte, for a Freedom Night. And, yes. Uh, I was there in uh, June or July. And oh, yeah. Wonderful people. And uh, <laughs> and you're going all over the place. And we're going to do some stuff together in the new year as well, yes. in 2023, the first year um, without yeah. the spirit of Roe over this country. However, the spirit of Moloch is still manifesting it in is. our cities. It is. And it's quadrupling down. Yes. And nothing's going to change unless the church decides to wake up. Yes. So yes. thanks for... Being a son of Issachar and an Ezekiel brother. Oh, thank we, you. We love you, man. Thank you. It's good. Appreciate you. Uh, hopefully you can catch John's message from Love Life Washington. I just heard he brought down the freaking house. Um, they're going to have to get some caissons in here to restabilize <laughs> the building after that talk. So yeah. uh, go check out John's website. Follow him on social media, erasedbook.com. If you want to connect with me, then uh, give the show a rating and review. It helps us reach more people. Go subscribe at YouTube. My followers on on, uh, YouTube and Instagram, it's so weird. They keep going up and down. John, Mm. I wonder what's going on there. Um, Help us avoid the technocrats at Google. Go subscribe to the podcast on Rumble in case I ever get pulled from YouTube. Um, But check out John's speaking tour. Follow him. Try to catch him if he's in your area. Mm. Uh, Few men can preach and communicate quite like this brother right here. Um, If you want to book me for an event or see my speaking schedule, go to sethgruber.com. Go to lovelifewashington.org to access the stream, and I believe we'll make it available to people afterwards. If you want to become an ally of the White Rose Resistance, as I rebuild the White Rose Resistance for this generation against Mm -hmm. our silent but far more deadly holocaust of abortion today, go to www.thewhiterose.life, thewhiterose.life. Until next time, I'm Seth Gruber, Mm -hmm. and this is Unaborted. Mm -hmm.